3: This is Uncanny USA.
0: He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed.
3: Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
1: Thanks for listening to the Best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR.
2: You're listening to the best of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker.
4: Rob, the question now for the Clippers is where do they go from here? I'm going to tell you this, Rob, and this, this isn't any... Major revelation. I'd be shocked if you if you disagree with me. The championship window that opened when Kawhi Leonard went there with Paul George is closed. It's over. Uh, that's not happening because I, I think Rob, when Kawhi Leonard comes back, whenever that is, because he's got the what meniscus tear, um, he might be at this point, Rob, a bench player. Not because he's not good enough. But uh, you've tried everything. Do your next try bringing him off the bench for 26 minutes a night and see if he can stay healthy as a six-man. I don't know, but I do feel like, Rob, I am confident their championship window's closed. They blew it. Now, they only had one shot, and it was in the bubble. They blew it. That was, their, that was the only postseason, Rob, they really been healthy. Right, they Kawhi 3 1 to Denver, Denver and 3 yeah, 1 Denver, I'm sorry. That was it. That was your one chance. And they haven't been healthy since. Uh, and Rob, I, I just, I mean, Kawhi, unfortunately, it's the same knee. How long is Kawhi going to be ACL. out? Yeah. I'm not sure. Rob G, let us know if you know. I, mean, I know he's seeking rehab. The reports were that he's seeking rehab. Uh, Rather than surgery? Well, I don't know if he's ruled out surgery, but the the reports right now are that he's looking for rehab options. But, Rob, um, you know, you say it all the time. You don't, it's not like even Joel Embiid, who was unhealthy early in his career, but was still young, Rob. I mean, Kawhi is about, what, 31, 32. Right. And it's the same knee he had to tear on. It's it's unfortunate. He's an all time great. I don't know where you want to rank him. That's another conversation for another day. But he he's just damaged good. So so do you disagree with me that his window, their window, is closed for championships? I you know what?
1: If he's coming, I don't I don't know, Chris. It, it would I, you would assume there's no way he's going to be back in enough time to really make something happen with the Clippers and just their luck and what's happened what is why would we believe that in a year or whatever I don't know how long this injury he'll is going to hurt him in June. Keep,
4: okay yep. what's that he'll be 32 in June
1: yeah uh To think that uh, all of a sudden after another surgery and more time off that it's going to be fixed this time and and he'll have a smooth sailing. Hard to believe that. So those are the reasons why it's hard to embrace the idea that they could win. But when I think about the West, I mean, as you said this past year, you didn't think it was... Uh, that dominant and Kevin Durant's getting older. LeBron is older. You know, like you start to look at some of these other teams. Uh, is 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 uh, Memphis really there, Chris? Yet, what about Denver? We have to wait and see. There's a lot of thing question marks in the West. There's
4: no juggernaut uh, there, right? And even that.
1: the Warriors at another year. Who knows what happens with Draymond? Who right. knows what happens going forward? Maybe Clay's not happy because he's not going to get cashed out, you know, and all this other stuff. Uh, so, so you know, it's not like you said, a juggernaut that, oh, no, they got no shot at looking at it. But it's hard for me to even consider anything Clippers because of what's happened and just the bad luck. That's a franchise that did everything right. They hired the right coach. They were able to get um, – um, they, were, they were able to Chris uh, put together Everybody a roster. Everybody
4: Paul George and Kawhi Leonard,
1: right? I mean that that when they were able to pull off the trade to get Paul George and get Kawhi Leonard, Chris who had an easy street package to go to the Lakers. Yep. He's from suburban L.A. He could have played with the Lakers. He could have won with Anthony. He would. They had room for Kawhi, Anthony Davis, and LeBron James. That's yep. what they had available. And he turned that down. That was on his on his plate. Cause he wanted to do it differently Absolutely and not was on go, yep. yeah, not not go, Chris, uh, the easy route or whatever. I would have mad respect that he yep. turned down what was a piece of cake. And they probably, I'm just Chris. They might have won three championships uh, with those three if, well, if guys I mean, stayed healthy.
4: Yeah, he, you know, no, injuries, I'm saying if, if guys stayed yeah, healthy, right? No, I mean they certainly had the ability. There's no doubt, but. Rob, so here's my question. It sounds like you would – I want to ask you where do the Clippers go from here. Home, Hawaii dinner, maybe a show. Paul George, Kawhi and Paul George both have $45 million left on their deal next year, fully guaranteed. Then they have a player option for $49 million. They have the same contract. Um, I They're uh, eligible for extensions right now, Rob, this offseason. But – I would not extend them. I know they're going into the new arena in Inglewood, just minutes from where I used to stay when I was out there in LA. But Rob, I I would not extend them. Um I would I would talk to people around the league about trading them. Now, I don't think you'll get any takers. I think Rob a, a championship contender that's right there would love to have a Kawhi Leonard. Uh, but I, they probably would be looking at him as a guy that would come off the bench and give us 24, 25 minutes a night and be great um, and win it that way. But I, even for that, Rob, I don't think they're going to pay him $45 million for that. No, I,
3: I, I just you're right. that, So that I, don't, would...
4: I don't think you'll be able to trade either of them. And so I think you run it back. And you I mean, have I you have don't think you win a back. championship, but you know you'll be a good team. You'll be relevant, but I, I, I just don't see how you can. I just think you're running back. I think you
1: have to run it back because you talked about the opening up the new arena and all that other stuff, Chris. Uh, you're not going to gut the team or, or be like right,
4: not for that.
1: Yeah, uh, you just can't do it. You just can't do it. And if you're the owner. Uh, and and your front office people, you're disappointed. Like what? What did we do wrong to the basketball gods that that this just keeps happening to us? And it's and it's not just we get the Kawhi stuff, but then the Paul George,
4: right? Like, he that's hasn't been that's, that's, either for the most part.
1: That's the other one, Chris. Okay, yeah. Kawhi, we knew we got it, but he had a bad wing when we got him. You know what I mean? Or we we knew it. We took it. We rolled the dice. We already knew what was happening. But then Paul George was a young guy to, you know, and and he can't stay healthy.
4: It's just. And, Rob, they, they, they had a shot, which is more than you can say for Brooklyn. These are very similar situations uh Kawhi largely dictated now he was recruited by the Clippers of course whereas Durant was just called him up and said look Kawhi or Kyrie and I are coming to Brooklyn but Kawhi had a lot to do with it he dictated terms right get go get Paul George and I'll come to you and neither one worked out Rob um This worked out more than Brooklyn. Fox Sports
2: Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to
4: listen live. T.J. Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from.
0: Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you...
1: is uncanny
3: usa
4: he says somebody's in the house and i screamed
3: listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare
2: this is it we've got an amex platinum pro on our hands ladies and gentlemen we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the centurion lounge (sighs)
3: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Our next guest is a senior writer for The Athletic, covers the NFL Draft. We welcome in Nick Baumgartner. Nick, welcome to the iCouple. What's happening,
1: Nick? Not much, guys. How we
2: doing?
4: We are great. We are great. Excited about tomorrow's draft. Of course, everyone is, you know, looking forward to the quarterbacks and where they're selected. It feels like it's pretty clear cut that um, uh, that who's going number one. I should put it that way. Uh, Is that your feeling that it's a done deal? It will be Bryce Young from Alabama. Number one.
2: Yeah, I mean, it sure feels like it. I haven't seen or heard anything uh, from anybody I would trust that uh, right, other suggest. than Reddit, right. <laughs> right, We'll and get other to that, than, yeah, we'll other ask you about that. Other though, than, though, uh, yeah, again. yeah we'll like, you
4: like, about. other than Will Levis's roommate
2: or whatever it was. Right? So, but no, <laughs> I think I think uh, all signs have pointed at that since Carolina made the trade and Bryce is, a, you know, he's the best guy on the board. I think that that's. You know, if you've really studied it, that's kind of uh, easy to see. So, you know, some flaws there, of course, but, um, you know, he's a special kid. So we'll see uh, how it goes, but that would be my pick.
1: Let, let's talk about the quarterbacks in the draft and how much of a crapshoot it really is. I mean, Chris and I talk mm-hmm. about it all the time on this show. A lot of guys fail. A lot of guys wind up bust. We, we, the, the Jets right. have drafted a couple quarterbacks that haven't worked out. Sam Darnold's on his 19th Hot this year. I, I mean, just <laughs> think about that. <laughs> that. Why is it so hard to pick a quarterback and a lot of these guys have played at major colleges and, and put up numbers and people thought they were something special.
2: Yeah, it's the mental part I think that you just cannot predict. And that's, you know, a lot of the thing with CJ Stroud, you know, those uh F two scores get leaked right. and then some people freak out on him, right? But like so much of that is so much of that is a little bit of an overreaction, but so much of that's valid because, like, the, we don't know how you're going to act uh, when it's really real. And we know that, you know, you can play at a major college like your are CJ Stroud or Justin Fields. He has a similar issue. And you can beat Team 70 and up every week, and you're barely getting – nobody's coming after you. And it's just a different world when failure is sort of like what is happening all the time, and you're having to solve your way around it. Like, that's the NFL. I mean, and so – it's just really difficult to predict how a kid is going to respond mentally. Like Anthony Richardson is like, if he fixes his you know accuracy issues and takes care of all those little things and is mentally tough enough, then he's the best player in this draft. I'm not sure that it's it's arguable, right? But we can't predict what we haven't seen yet, and that's the hardest part with quarterbacks.
1: up Okay, let me just do a quick follow up. Can yeah. you improve? on accuracy? Like, like like yeah. some guys can't find a strike zone. Can you improve on your accuracy? Right. I
2: think that's a great question, and it's like one that I think multiple people would give you multiple answers, but I think you can. I think that you can improve on your feet. You can, you know, because that's where it all starts. I think that's most throwing, and that would be the same with baseball, right? It's your feet, your mechanics, right. and everything else. And I think that as long as you're consistent with that and just sort of mentally uh, doing all of the things like in a routine, then you can get better. However, like, your navigation of the pocket and your ability to sort of really sense and process, like, that sort of is what it is. And I think some of that is just, like, that doesn't really improve that much. It's just you get better habitually, right, like, at doing it every day. And so I think that you can get better at it, but the reason why people have these hesitations is it's just, like... You can't get that much better. You, know, you have to be pretty happy right. to begin with, you know, or it's kind of a non-starter.
4: Well, that, that's why, look, you brought up Anthony Richardson, and I know everybody's going <laughs> gaga over him because he did a somersault at the Combine and all that, but yeah. <laughs> I get that he's a fantastic athlete. And, right. and but And this is an overstatement, but, I mean, that doesn't mean you're going to be a great quarterback, and he hasn't shown us yet that he has all those intangibles, accuracy being you know something that's an issue mm-hmm. like I mean if it were this simple you just take the great athletes and put them at quarterback I mean why what are people around the league saying about this is a little baffling to me I get his ability but athleticism's never been like the number one thing for a quarterback in the NFL
2: no, but I think like like in this case, you know, with you when you put all of it on the table, and you've got a six four, two hundred and fifty pound guy who can do what he can do as an athlete, and has the arm, and if you can mold him, you know, it's the ultimate. Anthony Richardson is like the ultimate quarterback nerd's coach dream, right? Like I could fix anybody if I could. If you got I could build a guy in a lab, you know, physically, it would be him because there's not any weaknesses to his. Physical, whatever. There's nothing he cannot do on a football right. field. But, you know, it's like you said, because, I mean, like, we have one season with him, 12 games, and it wasn't a great 12 games. It was right. not, you know, scintillating. There were some moments in there that were amazing, but there were some moments in there that are just really hard to unsee. So, you know, whoever does take him, and I would argue the same for Levis. like, you better have a plan. You better have a really good coach, a really good QB coach. Like, I, I'd want a veteran around him, too, that I would trust. Like, you're going to have to really wrap your arms around him because I think that's part
4: of the package. With Stroud, you mentioned the S2 test, and he didn't perform mm-hmm. well on that. You, If you've talked to people in the league about that, I mean, is this really that alarming to the point where – like, I, I actually have liked him. He's the guy I like best yeah. in the draft. Um, yeah, I, I like is he lot, dropping yeah. because of that or what?
2: See, I think that could be, you know, that could be a little bit of BS. I mean, because I think that it, that's nothing that you haven't seen on his tape. You know what I mean? Like, that's two scores. That would confirm. Like, Bryce Young had the best one. And, of course, he did. Because if you watch his tape, you know, his processing, I mean, he's making – Bryce Young's making throws before guys even make the bridge, right? Like, he's, right. he's next level with it. But Stroud, is he had some of that hiccupy stuff in the pocket. I mean, he, would, he, he took a little while. And what that test is trying to measure – is how fast you're sort of seeing things before they develop. And, you know, so I think that, you know, again, some of that can be coached around and some of that can be improved, you know, around it, I guess. But that's part of who he is, and and that's also what you saw on tape. So that really shouldn't be a shock to anybody, and I don't really think it is. Uh, And I think that's probably how teams are looking at it.
1: How about uh, just – Somebody that people aren't giving a lot of love to. Will we have any surprises in the first round, or somebody has moved up enough that uh, people were sleeping on them?
2: You know, I get it's interesting the running backs in this class. You know, I know everybody hates the, the running back situation. Right, nobody <laughs> wants to <laughs> draft
1: a running back in the first this, round. This definitely, is
2: a, this is a good running back class, guys. Like, not just B. John Robinson. Like, he's definitely a first round pick. But Jameer Gibbs, uh, the kid there that played with Bryce Shaw in he before he got hurt, he was electric, and he had showed he showed some big-time stuff there. I think he ran a 4-3-something, four three six, four three five. 3 uh, He's another one that I think could slip in there. Uh, Adam Aware, the, the kid from Northwestern, who's a freaky, freaky defensive end who put up some crazy, crazy strength numbers. I think some teams really love him, and I wouldn't be shocked if he slipped in there too. It's a weird draft. A lot of really good players, but, like, everybody has a flaw, you know what I mean? So... It's a weird draft, but not a bad draft.
4: Everybody's excited in New York about Aaron Rodgers going there now, but they need to mm. shore up that offensive line. You think they'll be able to do that uh, in this draft? I'm sure that's their number one. Priority. What do they have?
2: 18 cricks.
1: What 15, what
4: pick do they have? 15. 15.
2: Yeah, they traded with with Green Bay, so I think actually that's a not a bad spot there. I think that both sides work out well in that trade because. New York is still in a good shape. They have enough picks to where even if they want to move up a couple picks to make sure they get Sparansky or Paris Johnson, they can do that. Like because I and that was my thought with them, you know, a month ago when I mocked it out. I was like, Well if you're gonna get Rodgers, then you need to go up and get that tackle right now. Like right. go get him. Because you're trying to win a Super Bowl, so I think they can still do that. I think they have a really good chance to do that if they want to, or if the board plays the way they want it and somebody falls, which is also possible.
4: All right, that's Nick Baumgartner, the Athletic senior writer. Excellent stuff, Nick. Thanks, we appreciate Nick. your Thanks time. Thanks for the
2: knowledge. You we best appreciate fellas. you. You bet. Go take care. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live
3: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Interesting story in The Athletic today. And uh, talked about Deion Sanders. And we all know now that he's coaching the Colorado Buffaloes, the University of Colorado, in the uh, you know NCAA football. Left Jackson State to go there. And Rob, the Athletic talked to several of Deion's former players because, you know, he made no, you know, secret of the fact that he was overhauling this roster when he got there. Okay, Um, when he first got to the team, their first meeting, he said this, I'm bringing my luggage with me. And it's Louis Vuitton. I want y'all to get ready to go ahead and jump in that portal, the transfer portal. The more you jump in, the more room you make, for, presumably for other players, obviously. So, Rob, um, this is what a few players have said. I mean, they, they've they had 23 players enter the transfer portal or announce that they will. Uh, 51 – I should say 51 – have said they will uh, enter the portal. No other program has lost more than 29 players. Um, so they've had a lot of guys that are, that are leaving. Uh, and here's what a few of the players anonymously, of course, said about Dion. One said, uh, "I'm not sure he knew the names of half the kids he got rid of. He was worried about who brought him in, who he brought in. If you were on the 1-11 in 11 team, and they were 1-11 in 11 last year, it seemed like he didn't really care about us at all. He already said he was going to get rid of 25 to 30 of us, and that's exactly what he did. Rob, um, look, you hate to see college kids, you know, go through this, but the transfer portal is there and kids are using it whether they get a new coach or not. There is a new rule, Rob, that a new coach coming in can cut players, but that players get to keep their scholarships. And so I I look at it this way, Rob. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I agree. Like, Deion Sanders coming here to win. He's not coming to coddle you. He's not coming to pat you on the back. He's not coming. He, I mean, of course, he, he wants you to get a good education, but his job is to make the football team win. Rob, they have had one winning season in the last 16 years. Okay? okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. They were one in 11. I, I, I'm not mad at Dion And the kids, look, they can go to another school and play. If you don't get picked up, maybe you're not a Division I player. Maybe you go Division I AA. Maybe you go Division Two. But I, I got to be honest, man. I don't have a problem. These kids are still going to be able to get their education somewhere. Like you said, they get the scholarship. And so – he's trying to build a winning team man and they were one and 11 of course he's trying to bring in different players and rob quickly before you go when he got to Jackson State all right they had been 4 and 8 the season before he got there 2 years later they were 12 and 1 and he left there with a 27 and 6 record including 20 and 3 in the conference and two conference championships So, I don't know if he'll have that same success at Colorado, but, I mean, Rob, they were 1-11. This is competitive big-time football. Don't tell me you don't think Nick Saban and Urban Meyer when he was coaching and Ryan Day and and all these guys, Kirby, all all these guys, that they aren't business, about business like this. So, you know, I I don't really have a big problem with it. As long as I, I the kids can get know, their education I don't know what somewhere. they
1: expect. What, what, did they, what did they expect? He wouldn't have got the job if they were winning, Chris. Right. So so when you have a coach, you gotta make changes. You just said it. You're one eleven. Stop. Stop belly aching. That's why there was a coaching change. Right. That's why there needs to be players. This is what happened. You know the game when you go in. Guess what, Chris? When they I don't I don't know how old how long the other coach was. When that guy came in, uh to, to, to Colorado, he also moved on from other players. Like yep. this, this is what happens when you get when those guys got uh, picked up or recruited. Chris, they've replaced other guys there. Yep. Now they're just the only it's, difference it's is
4: cut, it's, it's it's man, you know, it's dog eat dog, right? right? Right, you go the only only in there. You're trying now, to take somebody's position. Right,
1: is that Dion has a bigger target on his back, and everybody knows Dion, so it's easy to go, "Oh, he doesn't care about us." And you know, dude, you've had coaches walk out on teams, Chris, Thank before you. their bowl games. All that's the stop. Thank this you. is great. Point. He's not doing anything new. He's just a higher profile guy. That's what
4: he is. Totally agree. Totally agree. And he's won everywhere. NFL is a player, obviously, Jackson State, and Nate Rob, if he's nice to the guy, and I don't mean you got to be mean, and I'm sure he hasn't been, you know, rude and all that, but if you just go in there and you make a bunch of friends with the players and you're nice to them, but you don't win, guess what? They're going to fire Dion. All right? right? And so his job is to win, period. I really got no problem. This is big time. And we know, Rob, this is why – we're glad that, you know, the kids are getting paid with the NIL. And, and I think th- there should be more coming with the NCAA because they're getting off scot-free right now. But it's professional to some degree. The coaches are paid like professionals. The broadcasters, the administrators, they're all paid like professionals. The athletic directors, everybody's paid like professionals except the players. And now they're getting a little bit of something. So this is, this is it. And like I said, they, they're take the kids can get the education. You keep the scholarship or you go play somewhere else. And Rob, it, let's flip it. What if, you know, they brought in Dion, and a lot of the players didn't like him, like, like just didn't want to play for him from the get-go. Oh, he's got no experience. He coached at a lower level. What are we doing? I'm here. I'm in the Big 12. We're supposed to have better coaching. You know, this guy don't know what he's doing. And they left. Would people be feeling for Dion then?
1: Exactly. Nope. And 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 that that's the whole thing is that uh, this is uh, a lot to do about nothing, and I'm not trying to belittle the players who are being displaced and have to move on, Chris. But this happens quite often uh, when a new coach takes over. He brings in his own guys. Yep. That's what they do. They bring in their own quarterback. They got the job. They're not going to. No one's going to hire a coach, pay him that kind of money, and say, "But you got to play with the same players who were here last year." <laughs> that doesn't
4: make Especially sense. Especially when you're one in eleven. Be better. I mean, it's not it's not participation trophies anymore. It's not the y, y, YMCA. It's not Pop Warner, C Y O. This is the big time football. And and Rob, like I said, don't tell me you think Saban, and I don't even mean this in a negative way, but in certain respects, isn't cutthroat. We saw Urban Meyer, Rob. Yep. It's about winning. And Dion knows if he goes there and doesn't win, it's going to be on him. Yep. I
1: mean, that's just how it is. You got to expect it. You got to make changes. That's why they brought you in. Things weren't working. They weren't getting the best out of the players that they had. Colorado, when you go and get a big name like that and – pay them big money, you're expecting results, Chris, and if Absolutely. you don't perform, if Dion doesn't perform, then it's going to be a problem.
0: Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially, step up like a boss and save the day or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed.
3: Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
5: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables.